I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. New CBS Sunday. You collect rewards, right? This is how I make my living. When something is lost, everyone's looking for something. He finds it. You strong swimmer? So-so. So-so. So-so's okay. Justin Hartley stars. I survive. You make quick, smart decisions. If you never let panic take the wheel. Sounds cool. It is cool, actually. Very cool. Tracker. New Sunday on CBS and streaming on Paramount+. Plus. Hello and welcome to a new episode of the Good Old Podcast. I'm Jackie Franchelli for Wahoo's 24-7. And we have a special episode for you guys on this Tuesday. And generally, we usually talk high school recruiting, maybe a little bit of Virginia football this week, but we're switching up the schedule a little bit. We're going to have a football-focused episode on Thursday. Today, we're focused on basketball. Actually, we're bringing back a series that we haven't done an episode for about a year now. It's the For the Love of of the game series. Now, if you're new to the podcast, we started this last year where we invite a family member or just someone that knows a Virginia athlete or Virginia coach really well so that we can get to know these student athletes and these coaches better. Because who better to let us know who these guys and women are than the people that know them best? So on this week, I invited someone that knows a Virginia men's basketball athlete pretty well. And it's someone that Virginia fans have been excited about this season. I invited Ryan Dunn's father, Ed Dunn, to the show. Ryan has certainly made his presence known on the court. And I mean, he has certainly made his presence known. I feel like there's more highlight reels of Ryan Dunn's blocks and dunks than many of the players out there. He has certainly made those minutes count when they matter. And he's made an impact defensively for the Cavaliers this season. And he's only a first year. And he almost didn't have a scholarship for UVA. So I'm inviting Ed Dunn to the show to break down his unconventional recruitment, but also to kind of break down what makes Ryan Dunn, Ryan Dunn. So we're going to take a quick break, but on the flip side, Ed Dunn will be joining the show. And just as a note for our YouTube viewers, this will just be an audio podcast for the interview. So if you're watching this on YouTube, you're going to see just the graphic up, but you can listen to what Ed Dunn has to say. So we'll be back in just a few seconds. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. 
price, price line. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here as in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. And welcome back to the Godel Podcast. I'm Jackie Franchuli for Oahu's 24-7. And we have a special guest on the show today. We have Ed Dunn, Ryan Dunn's father, Ed, thank you so much for joining us today. You're welcome. Thank you for having me. And I just want to get your first reaction to all the attention Ryan is getting <laughs> right now for his efforts. And I, I feel like he has a fan club on social media right now. I think everyone just fell in love with your son's effort on the court this last few weeks. Um, uh, shock. Just utter, just appreciation, shock, blessed. Uh, I would say I feel my reactions are to see where he's at, knowing from where he came from, um, and just amazed. What was your – I think Florida State was the, the road game where he had the most minutes up to date. What was your – tell me about watching that game and seeing how much of an impact he has made. Going into the season, um, again, our expectations were – Basically, almost every season we watch him play, right? Going from going from zero minutes or one minute to starting to gain minutes, we kind of get used to that with regards to him. That's just sort of been his story ever since high school and starting out in junior varsity and working his way up. Um, it's amazing to see him out there for that amount of time, right? It's like we, when he comes off the bench, you don't know how many minutes he's going to get. So like on that that game, it's like he's still in. <laughs> he's still in. Oh, he's going to play a while. Oh, this is great. Wait a minute. He's going to close this game out. So it's just an exciting thing to watch happen um, as it's happening live. I, I, uh, Tony Bennett has shared kind of the story of your son's recruitment, how he knew he wanted to come to Virginia. He didn't have yeah. a scholarship offer open. Could mm-hmm. you kind of talk us back about the, those kind of those moments when he found out that there was no scholarship open, but he still decided to come to Virginia? Um, I don't know how in-depth I got into it before, but I'll get a little more in-depth into it now. Um, his older brother, Justin, uh, that went to Boston College, um, when he was going through the recruiting process, I sort of took the lead with regards to selecting the college for him, which is something that Justin uh, always will make me remember. That's something that I've done and didn't give him the opportunity to go where he wanted to go. Um, and looking at it in retrospect, I know why I did it, because I don't think he was putting much thought and effort into going to college. He just wanted to go right to pro ball. Um, so he went to Boston College. So when Ryan started going through the process, he told me, look, told, told Ryan, don't let dad make the decision for you. You make the decision, go on your tours, go to the school, see what you have to see. Um, and I was like, okay, I'm going to let him go through the process. So when we started the process and Tony called and I heard him in my mind, I was like, this is it. We make the decision now. We don't need to do anything else. This is the right place to go. And they were like, no, no, let him go. Let him go through the process. Let him go through the college process. Let him go through the recruitment process. So when Tony called that day and said, hey, I'm sorry, we don't have a scholarship to, for, to offer him. I said to myself, all right, well, that's the school I think he should go to. That's the school I think he wants to go to. And the only reason why you didn't do that is your brother talked you into not listening to me in the first place. 
So, ipso facto, your brother's going to pay for you the first year. <laughs> so, <laughs> no matter. So we were just going to go. Right? Either, either Tony's going to pay it or his brother's going to pay it, but somebody's going to do it based off the decision. And and I get we wanted him to go through the process, but you know, I, I told that story to his brother while talking to him while he was sitting in the Ritz Carlton playing in the MLB. I said, my decision didn't work out too bad for you, did it? So I think I should have been allowed to make the decision here. But I'm glad that at the end of the day, that was Ryan's decision. That's where Ryan wanted to go. It all worked out in in, in, uh, in time. But uh, when, when we got the call, I was a little upset. I was upset that I did not stick to my gut and make that call earlier. Um, and that's when I told his brother, I said, hey, guess what? We messed up and we're going to make sure that we're going to make it right. And no matter what happens, that's where he's going to go. And we knew Ryan, once he got there, he would work his way in. The rotation what made the you what made you certain that Virginia was the place for Ryan? Um, a couple of things. Number one, they checked the box. They checked the football boxes for me. Uh, as an ACC school, they were playing in one of the best conferences in the country. That was a box check for me. Um, listening to Tony on the phone, um, as I said before, Tony not only talked about the good things that he did, but he also talked about the things that he needed to improve, and. I normally don't say anything to a coach. I don't let them know how I feel. I want to see what they see in Ryan. And everything that he said as a box check was things that I saw as well. And I'm like, okay, so he gets it. Um, then just the coaching staff, the demeanor of everyone. I, you know, after going on one or two visits, I mean, like the staff at Pitt loved the, the Capel brothers. Amazing, amazing, amazing guys. Um, then we went to Minnesota, another amazing, you know, staff. Once you start going through the process and you're meeting all these great people, you start feeling bad because you're at the end of the day, you know, nah, but Virginia, Virginia kept speaking to me and sp spoke to Ryan. So we just kind of knew. And then again, when, when we got there, it was over um, the campus and the environment and the, and the coaching staff. It was it was over then. When he got that call saying because that, that was about the time Isaac Trout committed, which is where the yeah. scholarship offer. Mm -hmm. That could have been a moment where Ryan just kind of gave up. But he didn't. He again. You said you never had a, sh a doubt in your mind that he would come on on grounds and earn that scholarship offer. What was that like? That that first couple of days after he received the news, was it ever a doubt in his mind that he said, "No, I'm just going to go and I'm going to get that scholarship offer eventually." We made the decision about going. Like again, I think Tony said, "I call him back in an hour." Right? It didn't go that long. I just went to him and said, "Hey, do you want to do this?" And he said, "Yeah, that's what I want to do." I said, "All right, I got you." And then I went and made the call to Tony. So he didn't have to sit with it that long. He was he was upset for a little bit, but we came right back and said, we're going to try to fix this thing. And do you see that determination that Ryan, like I see him on the court and there's always this like determination in him when he plays. You saw the determination right off to kind of say, I'm going to be at Virginia and I'm going to make, uh, make an impact right away. Um, I will say this. He probably was shocked. I don't know if you've ever seen his commitment video, but when he truly said, if you asked me this three years ago, would you have told me I'd be in this moment to be committing to Virginia? I would think you're kidding um, or you were joking. Um, I don't know if you watched the game he played against Monmouth. At the end of the game, you saw him walk over to Tony and I, he whispered, like, he said, like, thank you. Thank you for giving me the opportunity. Thank you for trusting me. Um, I know he just truly feels blessed that he's there. Um, and we all do truly feel blessed that he's there. How was that phone call when you guys received the news that he was getting that scholarship after all? Um, to be honest, we didn't get a phone call to say he was getting a scholarship afterwards. It just kind of just 
I was like, I, I think he got a scholarship. No, I think he got one. Yeah, it looks good. Um, it was not a phone call that said, hey, guess what? We have room for you. It was, we were going through the process. Um, we, he wasn't on campus or whatever. And then I think we got an email um, from somebody on faculty or staff saying, you know, you're going to be in the class with these three guys and as scholarship athletes, we say, oh, I guess he did get one. Very good. <laughs> His brother, his brother's wallet is a little yeah, his brother, yeah, but his wallet feels a little bit better now. No, his brother has been so by his side through this whole process. He, he has really helped with regards to not only um, the commitment he's made for him mentally by being there for him, but financially there as well. He's helped out with 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 his brother and for for a long time. He's done. He's been really had his back for a long time. I'm so proud of him. He, he apparently also uh, spurred him on during that game against Boston College. He said he had an extra little, little motivation to play really well against Boston College as his brother's alma mater. Yeah, yeah. That Boston College game was uh, very significant for many reasons. But, yeah, some of it was that his brother's alma mater. Um, another piece of it is when I first started the process, you know, I walked him up to Boston College um, through Coach Gambino, and I called the baseball coach and said, hey, Mike, look, Mike took a chance on my oldest one because he was a late bloomer. Um, so when he was uh, offered a scholarship coming out as a freshman to, to BC, a lot of people called and like, are you sure, Mike? Are you sure this is the kid that you want? You know, we have a lot of other players. And he's like, no, this is the kid that I want. And Justin blossomed into who Justin was. So I had called Mike and said, hey, Mike, I'm not sure, but I think I might have another one. So let your coach know. And it happened to be a new coach, and Coach Grant came in, and Mike didn't really know him. And put a word in, and we walked up there. But they were like, okay, we'll keep an eye on you. And I'm like, okay. And at that point in time, that's when I turned the process back over to Ryan. I said, okay, Ryan, you make the decision now. I'm, I'm going to leave this alone. So for Boston College not to really look at him seriously when he first came up there, um, I was kind of happy, too, that that day was called Ryan Dunn Day when it was all said and done. <laughs> <laughs> was Ryan, was, uh, there, that's why he had a little cheeky cheeky grin when he was in the press conference okay now it all makes sense he looked he looked really uh proud of himself in that moment yeah so that, they, that's, they, that's a lot <laughs> they big they big leagued him a little bit when he walked up there they big leagued him so that was a, that was uh that was good all the pieces tied together in that press conference room now yeah <laughs> by the way he does does a really good job at press conferences. You don't think he's a freshman? Uh, he, I'm very, I'm very happy with where he's at. I, he just did a podcast yesterday. I just texted him this morning and I said, "Hey, great job, great job. I like that you you, you feel comfortable. You're looking comfortable. Um, you just you are getting Ryan. Who you're seeing on the camera or behind the mic is Ryan. That is him, 100. percent How would you describe Ryan? How would I describe Ryan? He's different. He's a he's 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 my heart. Um, he's just a, a, an awesome human being. I will say that he's an awesome human being. Um, what you see is what you get. Uh, he's pure. Um, you know, he he'll make his mistakes. You know, he's a little goofy, um, but love purity. He's he's. It's difficult for me to put, like, I'm going to describe him this way or that way. Yeah. He's just it. He's it for me. He's a great kid. It's always hard great to describe kid. your, it's always hard to describe your child, isn't it? Yeah. 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 What, what words, I don't know what words to use for him, what adjectives to use for him. Uh, he's a great human being. Did you, uh, did he kid. always want to play? 
did you always want to play basketball for him and Justin obviously gravitated towards baseball? Was that kind of just early on? Did you see those passions for both of those sports? Um, no, I'm a baseball guy through and through. Um, I've been a baseball guy all my life. So, you know, Justin growing up playing baseball, that was just a godsend for me. Um, and then Ryan being around it, um, you know, he watched us go through the process. So, you know, Justin was playing travel ball since nine years old. Justin and Ryan was two at the time in a stroller. Ryan was around watching Justin go through the getting ready, going to the draft combines and all those other types of things. So growing up, he was always around baseball. He was always at the cage with us. He was always at pitching lessons with us. So we just assumed he, they were going to be a double play combination, right? And Ryan started to play baseball. And he was he was pretty good, um, pretty good, and got him on uh, a high-level travel team by the time he was 11, um, was Tri-State Arsenal. In fact, his brother didn't even make the Tri-State Arsenal. I always rip him about that. And I'm like, you know, <laughs> one of the best teams in the East Coast, you didn't make, he did. Um, but... I could see Ryan wasn't having the same amount of fun um, that Justin had. And then I also could see he didn't have the same level of passion. Um, I had, when Justin was 12, I had purchased him a glove, like an MLB glove and put his name on it and gave it to him and he cherished that glove. I did the same thing for Ryan. Two days later, where's the glove? I don't know where the glove is at or, you know. So then, like he said, when he hurt his elbow, um, he started hanging out here more with his friends and things of that nature, gravitate towards basketball. And I'm more about your passion. Follow your passion. If your passion is basketball, then great. If it's baseball, then great. I'm not going to force feed you. So when I started to see that, you know, he was gravitating towards basketball, he won a little shooting competition. Um, he started doing things that I had never shown him, and I wasn't a great basketball player at all. So just watching him doing what he's doing and then say, okay, well, we're going to be serious about this, then let's be serious. So around, around uh, his freshman year of high school is when we started looking seriously into basketball. Are you now an empty nester now with both of your kids off? <sighs> no, I figured, I mean, they're, it's like high-level travel balls for us still, right? That's all this is. It's the right. same travel ball that from when they were nine. They're just now playing travel ball at another level. Justin's playing travel ball on the pro level, and Ryan's playing travel ball on the collegiate level. So it's the same thing. We talk to them, Zoom with them almost every day. Um, no, it's not as if we, we don't see them. <laughs> We're still in contact with them on a daily basis. So do you try to get to as many games as possible? Um, to be honest with you, no. I try to pick and choose um, certain games to go to. Number one, with the beautiful ability of watching on television. Sometimes for me as the dad, it's easier for me to watch a game on TV than it is to watch it in person. Um, right. Secondly, secondly, I want them to get used to the fact mom and dad are not gonna be at every game that you're gonna play. And there's a lot of pros out there. And of course, always the goal is to go pro, right? There's a lot of pros out there that, no, they don't get mom and dad at every game. So you need to get used to that. We're not gonna be there every game. So we pick and choose spots. Um, my final question is because I always like to know more about the athlete rather than just what he does on the court. If there was something mm -hmm. that you would want people to know about Ryan, what would it be? Um, he's a creative to me. Um, he has a good eye for style. Um, I think that he is also a very giving and caring person. I will say that about him. Um, he's just really finding himself right now. He's really just finding himself. I think that that's a beautiful thing when watching him right now. It's like everything that you're seeing are all firsts, right? He's new into basketball. He's only been you know, playing seriously, serious basketball since maybe his 
senior year, which we only played three games on a high school circuit at that point in time. Then he went into AAU ball after his senior year. That's when all the offers and stuff started to come. So, again, all this is new is what you're seeing with him. Um, but he's worked really, really, really hard to get to where he's at. Um, and he's continuing to work really, really hard to for his future. So I'm really happy to see the work ethic that he's putting in and all the accolades and stuff that are coming and knowing that we're just scratching the surface. Yeah, he's only a freshman. Only a freshman. So. A lot of work still to do. Well, Ed, thank you so much for uh, talking about Ryan and joining us today. Hey, Jackie, thank you so much for having me. Well, thank you so much for Ed for joining us on the show. It's always nice to get to know these athletes a little bit better. And like I said during the interview, that Boston College game, everything came together. I could see why he had a little bit of a chip on his shoulder when he hit that hardwood, that that game. So you definitely could see it. So again, thanks so much for Ed Dunn for coming on the show. Now we also have a longer written feature on Ryan Dunn available on Wahoo's 24-7. You can head over to the site or you can also click on the link for the story in our comment section on YouTube if you're not watching or listening to this on the site on Wahoo's 24-7 or just head over to wahoos247.com and you can see the story as well um, talking a little bit more and you have quotes from Tony Bennett as well as Ryan Dunn as well in that story. So if you want more details on Ryan, you can head over to the site. So, well, thanks again for listening. And again, on we'll return to football on Thursday with a more Thursday football-centric. And we'll also have a special guest on the show. It's someone that you might want to listen to. Virginia quarterback, Tony Musket. He'll be on the show on Thursday, so make sure you tune in to hear what the newest quarterback, Cavalier, has to say about how he is fitting in at UVA. So I will we'll see you back here on Thursday. It's the UEFA Champions League on Paramount Plus. Europe's top club soccer tournament. Champions versus champions. The best teams facing off in the knockout rounds. Magnificent! And it all takes place. While you're filling out financial reports at work. In the middle of your day, in the middle of your week. So use that second screen. Call in sick. Do whatever you gotta do to tune in Tuesdays and Wednesdays. Nobody watches the UEFA Champions League like us. Stream every match live exclusively on Paramount Plus.